All right, folks. Thank you once again for being back here with us on the Barry Barra podcast. Uh, this is episode number four. In this episode, I go into mindfulness. You know what it is, why it's important, uh, some some Buddhist philosophy stuff, and ultimately uh, how you can practice mindfulness, how you can bring it into your life and start to implement it and start to get some of those benefits from it. Uh, so definitely look forward to. Uh, you know, we look forward to you guys listening to it and getting something out of it. And feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions or comments or anything you'd like to add. Um, and again, once again, feel free to check out BarryBarra.com for our meditation cushion. It's $44.99 on our website currently. And you can currently also get a 25% discount. The discount code is mindful, M-I-N-D-U. M-I-N-D-F-U-L, mindful. Uh, Just type that in at the checkout for a 25% discount. That being said, thank you once again for being back here with us. And we hope you enjoy this episode. And welcome back to the Barry Barra Podcast. This is episode number four. Thank you so much for tuning in, for listening. Really do appreciate everybody that has followed us so far. Everybody uh, that is new and is listening to us and is paying attention and is interested uh, in Barry Barra, is interested in you know mindfulness, meditation, uh, physical health, mental health, just health in general, philosophy, uh, any sort of stuff, personal be- development sort of things. Um, really do appreciate everybody that, that is paying attention and is listening. Um, you know, this really means a lot to us and, and we look forward to, uh, you know, what the future has in store for us. So in today's podcast, uh, what I'd like to go over is mindfulness. Now, I know we've kind of delved a little deep into, um, you know, meditation and what meditation means to me, um, what a meditation means to my partner, David, and then, uh, that sort of stuff. But specifically here today, I want to talk about mindfulness. So what is mindfulness? Now, mindfulness is something that has been around for arguably thousands of years. Uh, the practice of mindfulness, there's many different types of mindfulness. There's many different things that you can do in order to be mindful, or be more mindful in your day-to-day life, or in certain situations in life. Um, But it's a topic that's been around for a long time, and it's also a topic that has started to grow within recent years. Um, You know, with just meditation, mental health, these sort of things growing and becoming more popular, mindfulness uh, is also becoming more popular because it is tied into specifically mental health and how we can help ourselves uh, to decrease some of the sort of angst and stress that we may feel on a day-to-day basis and that we may feel in our lives. So, you know, it's really important and like I said, it's something that's gained some popularity in recent years and for good reason, you know, because it's it's a very powerful thing and something that uh, as we go along here today, you'll start to realize uh, you know, mindfulness is, is something that, you know, if you hadn't tried it before, you may want to give it a try because 
it could be life-changing for you. So what is mindfulness? Let's start with that. So mindfulness is essentially the ability to be aware of your own thoughts, uh, your emotions, and your actions. So in other words, it's the ability to be fully aware of yourself. Now, let me just stop right there. How many of you out there actually would say you are mindful majority of the time? You are mindful throughout the majority of your day. I'm going to go ahead and say right now that even myself, I'm, I'm not. It's something that you have to consistently focus on, consistently turn back to and remind yourself to do because the mind likes to start to focus on various other things it get it gets lost in the day-to-day hustle and bustle the the craziness of 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 your job or schoolwork or you know your significant other or your children or whatever other things you have to do on a day-to-day basis or even just social media and any other sort of stuff or news you know on television or whatever we tend to get lost in this sort of stuff we're not mindful. We're not aware of our own thoughts. We're not aware of our emotions and our actions. Now, you might stop and say and think, hey, well, of course I'm aware of my thoughts. You know, how can I not be aware of my thoughts and my emotions and my actions? If I wasn't, you know, I wouldn't be able to do anything. But the problem is the majority of us, we tend to run on autopilot. Like, for example, have you ever driven somewhere and been surprised as to how you got there? I know I have. I know I have, you know, whether that's if, if you had maybe in your younger years, or maybe you are a little bit younger and you were a little intoxicated and were not supposed to be driving or not supposed to be, uh, obviously, operating any sort of motor vehicle, um, but maybe you had a drink or two. And again, this is extremely, extremely illegal stuff and definitely don't, uh, don't do that. Um, but it, it tends to happen and, uh, people can notice or people say that, you know, Hey, I don't remember getting from here to there. You know, I don't, I was driving home after drinking. I've heard of stories like this, driving home after drinking, something ended up happening, right? That person got in an accident and then they go to write their testimony. They don't remember getting from point A to point B. Now, obviously that's an extreme example um, because intoxicants, alcohol, these sort of things can harm your memory and your, 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 your state of mind, but it can also and does also happen uh, throughout, you know, when you're sober throughout your day-to-day life. So it's something that, that we, we have to be mindful of because you may be driving down the road, but your mind is going a hundred miles a minute, thinking about a hundred different things, thinking about, you know, what you're going to cook for dinner or what you're going to eat for lunch or what sort of, you know, presents you have to buy for Christmas because Christmas is right around the corner. We're almost in November now. These sort of things, um, these sort of things will happen and they'll get us out of the moment and we won't be mindful and therefore we won't be aware of what we are doing. 
we're not aware of our actions. We're not aware of how we're driving uh, necessarily. We're kind of just running on autopilot, you know. We're turning left. We're turning right. We're going straight. We're braking. We're speeding up. All that sort of stuff, but we're not fully 100% there in the moment. And likewise, the same goes for our thoughts. Sometimes we're not aware of, you know, the thoughts that are running through our minds. Or or if we are, you know, if, if we are aware of them, we're not in control of them. And that's, that's a topic that I'm definitely going to get into as time goes on, is, is thinking and, and your thoughts and the stuff that goes on upstairs in your brain and how crazy that that's, that can be, you know? Because we tend to not, uh, how should I say? We tend to not, um, well, just be aware of, of the sort of thoughts, whether they're good or bad, that we're allowing into our minds. You know, we tend to allow a lot of negativity into our minds, into our, into our brains, and into our thoughts. We're not mindful of them. And so our emotions as well. I'm I I've done a lot of, you know, personal development myself and through the sort of stuff that I've been through. <clears throat> One thing that I learned about myself is that years ago I was definitely most absolutely not aware of my emotions. I was not aware of the anger when it came up. I was not aware of the sadness of the of the depression of the lack of self-confidence of of all that sort of stuff. I was not aware of it. I was just kind of lost in it, that's something that you have to keep in keep in mind. That sometimes we just get lost in these emotions, and we're not 100% aware of them. We're just in them. We're in them instead of actually taking a step outside, looking at them from outside, and and being mindful of them. That's the basis of mindfulness. And or even you know, looking at an example like. You know, driving. How about walking? How often are you 100% mindful of the way you walk? Never. I mean, it'd be kind of. It would honestly be kind of ridiculous to 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 think of every single step and the way that every single step feels. You know, maybe you step on just a straight concrete, and you don't really feel much, or maybe you step over a rock, or and it kind of jabs you. A little bit, you can feel it through the sole of your shoe, or you can feel the breeze as you're walking on your face, or or, or the way that your hand brushes against your pant leg, or whatever it might be. It's good that our minds, you know, some. It's good that we're not, you know, we can't always be 100% aware of everything, but allowing yourself a little bit of time every single day to say, hey, to practice mindfulness. This, even walking mindfulness allows your mind to start to strengthen. You start to to be able to control your mind rather than always be controlled by your mind. You understand? There's an important lesson there. Obviously, it wouldn't make sense to constantly be aware of every single um, feeling that you have, every single, uh, all the touch and in, in, in when you're walking and how everything... Um, Everything feels it wouldn't make sense to, but if you allow yourself to go into that to be mindful, you start to really notice how much goes into all these little actions that we don't that we tend to take for granted, and how much there is to life because we tend to get bored with life. 
We're not as mindful. We're not here. We're upstairs. We're in our minds. We're lost in our heads. Wishing how life could be better. Wishing how life could be different. Or thinking about the things that we have to do. The stresses that we have in life. The homework that we have to finish. The the stuff for work that we have to do. But when you allow yourself to bring yourself into the now. To be mindful of what you're doing. Notice every single sensation. It's a really, really powerful thing. And it calms that mind. Your, your thoughts down. It calms your mind down. And you get to you get a, a chance to, to reach a... A little bit of a deeper, deeper level of being that 99% of people don't experience. So that's essentially mindfulness. Again, it's it's the ability to be aware of your th- own of your own thoughts and emotions and your actions, um, to be fully aware of of yourself. And a lot of people aren't. And and kind of going back to it, like I said, I wasn't. You know, I wasn't aware of my emotions before, but through the years as I've done work on myself, now as emotions come up, whether it be anger or stress or whatever, I'm much better, I'm not perfect, nobody's perfect, I'm much better at becoming aware of, oh, here it is, here's this emotion, and taking a step back from it and remaining more calm. And that's, that's kind of the, the, the strength behind mindfulness, why it can be so powerful. Because you, because you can remain calm in the storm. So when we become mindful of our emotions, we essentially then take a step towards self-control. Uh, we learn how to liberate ourselves from the chains of our emotions. Because majority of people are. You know, they are controlled by their emotions, being swayed left and right, you know, just reacting to to the things that are going on in, t- in their lives rather than consciously acting on them. They're just reacting emotionally on things that are happening in their lives. And that's bad. It's not a good thing. It's not a positive thing. It's a negative thing. You want to be aware because this is what causes people to, you know, have outbursts where they go a little over the top with anger, with depression, or with sadness, whatever it might be. They get lost in it rather than having the ability to take a step back and see what's going on. And it's hard to do. It's definitely not easy. Mindfulness is not easy. Um, it's hard. And one thing I want to point out real quick as before we you know keep going further is that meditation and we're going to talk about meditation always on this topic uh, on this on this podcast because it's a very important topic for us uh, meditation is a form of mindfulness so again if mindfulness is ability to become aware of yourself meditation is a form of that Because through meditation, what are you doing? You're becoming aware of, you're concentrating on certain things like your breath, where the sensations going on through your body, or or the sounds around you, or whatever it might be. You're just becoming aware of these things, and you're focusing on them. So meditation is a form of mindfulness. 
It's a great form of mindfulness. And if you're not going to be mindful throughout your day, you know, while you're walking or while you're eating, it's another thing you can do. You really pay attention to all of the tastes and the, the way everything feels as you're eating it. You can be, your mindfulness could essentially just be meditation, you know, once a day, a couple minutes a day, whatever it is. It's a very powerful thing. Um, so why else is, is mindfulness important? Well, um, as a result, it helps decrease our stress levels and it helps us gain a sense of control of our emotions, uh, as I've already alluded to. And this allows us to better deal with tough situations and even leads to greater levels of happiness. So that's a really important thing to note is that it leads to greater levels of happiness, of true happiness, not just... Not just excitement. A lot of people confuse happiness with excitement. Oh, something new is happening, or you're waiting for something, you know, to happen that you know you're gonna enjoy, whether it be some sort of event or a present you might be getting or whatever. That's excitement. Happiness comes from a more calm, peaceful, level place comes from a deep, deep place. And being more mindful allows you to then become more happy. Why? Because as emotions start to come up, you're able to take a step back from them. You're able to take a step back from them, you know, with these so-called negative emotions. And I'll get into this later because what is negative? Nothing is, nothing is essentially negative. It's all, it just is. That's something else that you learn through mindfulness is happiness tends to be good. Excitement tends to be good. Love tends to be considered good. You know, all this stuff, confidence tends to be considered good. Sadness is considered bad, negative. Depression is considered negative. Anger is considered negative. Jealousy is considered negative. Though these things are, quote unquote, negative and positive, everything essentially just is. Nothing is good or bad. Nothing is right or wrong. Everything just is. And that's a very important thing that you learn. And then by these quote-unquote negative emotions coming up that are caused by stresses in our lives, we're able to take a step back from them, which thus in turn allows us to be more calm, to be more okay with the situation, which leads to more happiness to greater happiness from that calm place real true happiness but you should not seek it don't seek happiness don't seek hey i need to feel good so this is what i'm going to do because the more you chase something the harder it is to get think of dating you guys out there for example, not trying to single out the girls, but you guys out there, I mean, we, we generally tend to be the ones going for for uh, for girls, for women. Um, the harder you try, and I guess this can work both ways, whether you're a guy or a girl, the harder you try to get the other person, the worst chance you're going to have, you know, because you put yourself out there too much. Same thing goes for happiness when we try to get happiness. The harder you try to be happy, be happy, be happy, be happy, the less happy you're going to be. You just have to let it be. 
Stop trying to control your emotions. Stop trying to stop being sad. If anger comes up, stop trying to stop being angry. If jealousy comes up, stop trying to stop being jealous. That's really crazy to hear, right? Just watch it. Be mindful of it. Notice it. Understand that it's not a a positive thing that you need to be experiencing. Just allow it to be. See it. Take a step back. Remain calm. And in turn, it'll start to subside. And you'll start to feel better. So mindfulness then in turn will act as your tool to stay calm. It'll be that thing that you can revert back to again and again and again throughout life, throughout the situations that you are in to remain calm. Whatever it might be, whatever sort of stresses are going on in your life. Mindfulness is a very important tool. Again, you can sit down and meditate and specifically focus on being mindful for a specific amount of time. Or you can walk or you can focus on, on, on your food or whatever it might be. Or also, which you should definitely do, even if you just meditate, you should definitely, as emotions come up, be mindful of them. Even the good ones. If you're feeling absolutely fucking phenomenal, you're feeling absolutely happy and ecstatic about something, be mindful of that. Notice it. It's good. Notice it. Don't try to hold on to it. Don't try to cling to it. Just watch it. Just notice it. It's another thing I want to point out. A lot of times we try to uh, stop the things that make us feel bad and cl- and cling on, cling to the things that make us feel good. We can't do that. We can't do that. Things come and go. There's a beginning and an end to everything. There's a beginning and end to the day. There's a beginning and an end to the week, to the year. There's a beginning and an end to life. There's a beginning and an end to emotions. You see, even happiness has to come to an end. Not forever, but for the time being. You feel happy about something? It's going to eventually subside. And then something else is going to come up. Anger or sadness? That sadness, when you're in it, it may feel like it's going to be there forever. But eventually it'll subside too. Everything has a beginning and an end. And rest, rest in that. You know, find some, some peace in that. Some, some calm within that. Knowing that some of these emotions that you may not enjoy, just rest assured that it's okay. It'll pass. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. Nothing lasts lasts forever. Nothing. Everything has a beginning and an end. So those negative emotions, don't try to stop them. Just notice them. They'll go away. The, but the longer you're in them, the longer you're lost in them, the longer they last and the stronger they stay. But the quicker you can be mindful and the longer you can stay mindful the quicker they'll start to subside and go away. And then same goes for positive emotions. Confidence, for example. Don't try to cling to it. Don't try to cling to confidence. When you're feeling confident, feel confident. I mean, you should generally have a good sense of confidence in yourself 
on a general basis. But if you're feeling super duper confident, just know that you're not always going to feel like that. And that's okay. That's okay. Because life has ups and downs. There's waves. Nothing is just a straight line. Everything has waves. Comes and goes. There's a beginning and an end to everything. That's how life works. Now, next topic uh, within this, the two minds. I want to talk about the two minds. This is a Buddhist philosophy uh, tenant within Buddhist philosophy. And it teaches that there are two minds. One is the thinking mind. And the second, the other, is the observing mind. Now, the thinking mind is the one that blabbers on all day about random things going on in your life, yada, yada, yada. It's constantly on. Trust me, we hear it all the time. I'm sure it's. I'm sure some of you guys are thinking about a bunch of other stuff right now. That's your thinking mind. And then the observing mind is the one that watches the thinking mind. So what... Hold on, hold on, Darwin. Darwin, what are you what are you talking about? The one that watches the observing mind. This is a really important um, thing to note here. Within Buddhist philosophy, again, there's this idea of the thinking and the observing mind. So the observing mind is the higher state. It's the essentially mindful state. It's the state that. When it notices that a certain thought, it's the state that notices a certain thought is going through someone's mind. Like, let's say right now you're thinking about um, someone, uh, someone, you're driving down the road, someone cuts you off, you get a little angry, and you're lost in it, right? That's just your thinking mind. That's that's just that... Um, Less enlightened, I guess, side you could call it. But then if you become mindful of it and say, hey, I'm angry here because this person did this, and it's okay, and it's fine, and it'll too pass, it, it, this too shall pass, that is the observing mind. You're observing the emotion. So that's at the root of mindfulness. That's where we want to be. That's where we want to spend our time. That is the beginning of I guess what you could call enlightenment. Whether enlightenment exists or not, I'm not here to debate that. Whether or not people have, quote-unquote, been enlightened or been Buddhas. Though I'm a very, very big proponent of Buddhism and a very big fan of the Buddha himself, Siddhartha Gautama. I'm not here to debate whether or not you think someone can be enlightened, a human can be enlightened, or what that actually means. But... For the topic that we're talking about here, the two minds thinking, the observing mind, you want to try to associate yourself, align yourself with the observing mind more so than the thinking mind. Obviously, 90% of your day may be the thinking mind. you got a bunch of stuff going on in your day-to-day. You can't always be mindful of everything. But several moments a day, try to try to take a step back you know, and look. Whereas big emotions come up. Observe them. Align yourself with the observing mind. It's a very, very powerful thing. So it's important to note here that mindfulness means simply watching your emotions as they occur, right? So we've already we've already mentioned this. Mindfulness is the ability to be fully aware of yourself. So you're watching 
uh, emotions and stuff as they occur. However, you are not judging these emotions or reacting to them. You're not judging the angry. You're not judging yourself for feeling sad. You're not judging yourself for saying what you said. You're simply watching. And you're not reacting either. You're simply observing. The observing mind. Simply observing. It's a very, very important part to remember. Don't judge yourself. Don't judge yourself on the emotions that you feel. That you may not enjoy feeling. Accept them. And move on. Accept them. Now most people are only associated with their thinking mind. Most people only... They live their whole lives... Just on that that first level, the thinking mind. And thus... They're completely controlled by it. They're swayed by emotions left and right. They're swayed by the things that happen to them left and right. One minute they feel angry, one minute they feel sad. I guess you can also call that bipolar disorder, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about just people, healthy, normal. Not that you're not normal if you have bipolar disorder, but you know what I mean? Someone that doesn't have a mental disorder. We, nonetheless, still get swayed left and right by the things that happen to us. A lot of us do. And thus, that is why we are controlled by our thoughts and our emotions and our mind. Because we're fully aligned with the thinking mind. We're never truly aware of our thoughts, emotions, and our actions. If that's where we're at. So we want to keep that in mind. So how do we practice mindfulness? Again, mindfulness can be practiced many different ways. And I've already mentioned a couple here. Uh, One, you can start with something really simple. Grab a stopwatch and watch your breath for 60 seconds. This is the basis of meditation. That's meditation right there. And again, we've already talked about it in this podcast. And we will continue to talk about it because it's so powerful. And it's at the core of Barry Barra. And is what we do and what we believe in is what I immensely believe in 110%. Just start with that. Grab a stopwatch and watch your breath for 60 seconds. You'll notice that your mind is going to be running back and forth. All these different thoughts. You probably won't get through those 60 seconds. If this is your first time, you won't get through those 60 seconds. I guarantee you without thinking about something else. 100%. But as you go on, as you continue, as you keep trying, you get better at it, and your mind will be able to concentrate better and remain more mindful for longer. That's meditation. Another way is uh, the next time you feel happy, notice it. I've already mentioned this. Be with the happiness. This is what we want. We want happiness. We want to feel good. It's a good thing. But be aware of it. Notice how amazing it feels. Notice how, 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 how good it makes you feel and how everything just seems so much better because of it. It'll make you appreciate it more because you'll know that it won't last forever. Again, you will once again feel happiness, of course, but 
that that period, that episode of happiness will not last forever. And you'll enjoy it more. It'll become even more sweet because you know that it doesn't last forever. And and, and actually, going further on that point, you know, you need, in order to have light, you need dark. In order to have good, you need bad. You need evil. You know, in order to have the night, the daytime, you need the nighttime. In order to have good emotions, happiness and love and, and connection, you need the negative emotions, sadness and anger and disappointment. They wouldn't be as good. Summer wouldn't be as, as, as wonderful if we didn't have winter. Ask people in LA. I've never been out that way, but it sounds like it's sunny 90% of the time. That's kind of ridiculous. I'm not sure that I would like that. You you get you get tired of it. You get bored of it. Same old thing. But if you sprinkle in a little 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 rainy weather in there, a little cold in there, and then you get some sun, oh, it just makes it that much better. Right? And that's how emotions are too. You need, we need, we need good, evil, we need dark, light, you know, we need all that stuff. It wouldn't be as good if we didn't have it. If you're a fan of chocolate, like I am, huge fan, you eat one chocolate bar, one piece of chocolate, let's say, it tastes really good. Second piece of chocolate, it's really good. Not as good as the first one, but it's still really good. Third one, it's good, but it's definitely not as good as the first two. The tenth one, I mean, you still like chocolate, but you're like, all right, it's definitely not that good, and I might be done with chocolate now, for now. You know? Or, or, or I don't know, throw in anything else that you enjoy to eat. I don't know. Cheetos or something. Spicy food. What? I, I'm not sure what you, what you like. Put something in there. But you eat one little piece, you know? And then you go back. And you and you and you're good for a little while, and or you eat something else, something not sweet, and then you come back and eat another piece of chocolate. Oh, it's so much better, right? Or with your diet, let's say, let's say six days of the week, you have a strict diet. You stick to everything. You're on a protocol. You're you're just you're you're on it. You're on it. Eating everything you need to eat, counting all your calories and your your macros and everything. And then the seventh day is your cheat day. Oh boy, that's an amazing day. That is an amazing day. You either eat what you want. You just go crazy. Almost too crazy. But you need it. You need the good. You need the light and the dark. I don't want to call things good and bad. You need the light and the dark. You need both opposing sides in order to appreciate um, the light when it's there. Another way to practice mindfulness is the next time someone angers you. Or insert any other negative emotion. Instead of allowing the anger to take over, take a step back and simply watch that emotion. This is a huge step. Huge. Huge step. Do it. Most people won't. Most people never do. Do it. Try that. Next time somebody makes you angry, stop and just watch it. Notice it. It's okay to still feel a little angry. It's fine. Just watch it. It's a huge, 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 humongous step forward. 
that most people never take, never even think to take. Accept the emotion and watch it. You'll see how much quicker it'll go away rather than if you had gotten lost in the anger and allowed it to take over. It's a very, very important thing to remember. Your mind fuels your emotions. If you feel a certain emotion and you have certain thoughts about it, think of your emotions as, I don't know, like a flame. And then your thoughts are wood that you're throwing into the flame. Or not throwing into the flame. You know, depending on what kind of thoughts you have. Your thoughts may end up making that flame grow stronger and grow bigger. But if you take a step back from that fire and you just watch it, that flame will start to die out slowly and slowly. And eventually, it'll be gone and you'll be back to normal, back to square one. Think of it that way, like a fire. But if you're there, if you're next to that fire and you keep throwing logs in it, It'll keep growing bigger, and it'll get worse. And that's how most people are. Don't be like that. Don't do that. Don't be basic. You know? Work towards becoming better. You'll thank yourself for it. You will. And another way you can practice mindfulness is to take things a step further uh, you can notice someone else's emotions. This is this is like some advanced stuff right here. This is something that I've been doing for a little while now, at least a year and a half or so. Is you know don't judge the other person for their emotions and make sure to allow them not to affect you. Um, don't allow them to affect you. So someone may you know uh, I don't know I I, I go somewhere to a store and I'm speaking to the person at the register at the counter and they're just being a little agitated and just giving me a bit of an attitude instead of me getting angry at them thinking why are you being so mean to me you know why are you being mean to me Darman why are you being mean to me I think okay maybe something happened in that person's life where now you know they're feeling crappy shitty inside and then they're just, without even knowing, because they're not being mindful, without knowing, they're passing on that agitation, that stress, that anger, whatever it is, onto other people. And I just happen to be the person that they're passing it on to currently, because I'm standing right in front of them. And that allows me then to be more accepting of them. It allows me to deal with them more carefully and more gently that's a that's a huge step forward that's something that once you get to that point you know you've made some good strides that's something that i wish i wish most people could reach you know because a lot of times you know we just think oh this person hates me this person doesn't like me yada yada this person doesn't know you relax man relax this person doesn't know you or even if they do it's okay, even if it's like your spouse, for example. Maybe maybe they had some issues at work, and you're talking to them now at home, your 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 husband or your wife. 
Maybe there's something from work that's agitated them. Maybe there's some sort of news that they didn't tell you about that's making them feel really bad. Take care. Hold on. There might be something else going on there. They might be angry at you. They might be. Especially if you're if it's someone you know, like your spouse. They might be agitated at you. Then, uh, you know, you might be shit out of luck. You need to figure that out on your own, what you did wrong. But but if it's someone that you don't know, or even if it's someone you know, if it, take, take a second to hold on. Why is this person reacting and acting the way that they are? Did I do anything? No. Could something else be bothering them? Yes. And then you have to remember, most people are not going to be mindful of their emotions. So they're going to uh, pass on the way that they feel to the people around them. So you take that higher ground. You be the one that takes the higher ground. Trust me, you'll feel better for it. And they'll respect you more for it. They will. And uh, and essentially that's it. That's all I wanted to cover for mindfulness. Um, I know this podcast isn't isn't the longest. Uh, it's a little, I guess, different. I'm still getting used to uh, talking to myself. Well, I'm not really talking to myself. I'm talking to you guys. But being the only one talking. Um. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you got something out of it. Again, mindfulness has become real big and I'm very happy. Um, you know, and, and it's something that a lot of people know about, have learned about, and have tried to implement into their lives at least a little bit, at least through meditation. And it's it's starting to help. You know, it's starting to help a lot of people out there. And that's good. That's positive. Positive. That's awesome. Awesome. And if you haven't, you haven't explored mindfulness, try. Just give it a give it a little whirl. Give it a little test. At least do a little. I mean, if, even if you're not going to meditate, I would definitely say meditate at least five ten minutes a day, at least. Um, even if let's say you don't want to meditate yet, uh, you know, just when these emotions come up, just be aware of them. Try to be aware of them. And I will say, meditation since it's such a deep f- focus, such a a, a very um, all-consuming form of mindfulness because you're there, you're sitting there, eyes closed, focusing on your breath. That's all you're focusing on. You will become very good at being mindful. It will allow you to 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 to, to go through, I guess, the levels, if you want to call it, to move up your in, in your in your levels and your rankings of mindfulness. Meditation will, rather than if the only time you're mindful is when a strong emotion comes up and then you're mindful of it. But if you meditate a little bit every day, being, you know, mindful in those moments when something comes up is going to be a lot easier because you already have practiced it extensively. So, so yeah, anyway, hope you guys enjoyed, uh, let me know, uh, you know, feel free to reach out to myself uh, or David uh, via our website on www.barrybarra.com or on our Instagram, we're at Barry Barra, or Twitter, at Barry Barra. I think we're at Barry Barra on there. I'm actually going to take a look here real quick and uh, double check our Twitter handle. I should probably already know this. We're at Barry Barra LLC. And we're also on Facebook at Barry Barra. 
Um, yeah, just feel free. You know, if you got any questions, any any stuff you want to, sh- you know, shoot over to us. Uh, maybe there's some topics you want us to cover, or you know, whatever it might be. Just feel free. You know, reach out. Definitely, uh, we'll look into that. Uh, shoot us an email, and uh, we'll, we'll get on that. Again, hope you guys got something out of it. We'll definitely. You know, every week we want to keep doing this and building on it. Hope uh, we want to provide you guys with as much information uh, out there as possible. And um, again, you know, check out BarryBarra.com for the BarryBarra Zafu, the meditation cushion. Uh, it's forty four ninety nine, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, currently, we also have a twenty five percent discount. Currently, uh, just type in mindful. M-I-N-D-F-U-L at the checkout. You get 25% off. Uh, so feel free to do that. Like I said, that's on our website, www.berryberra.com. Uh, we also might be coming out with some t-shirts soon and and uh, some other stuff. So stay tuned. And if you're in the Charlotte area, uh, we'd love to meet you. Uh, we're always looking for people to take some photos of for our Instagram uh, for the gram, you know how it is, and uh, we might also start doing, or we will also start doing some events within the Charlotte area, uh, so stay tuned for those if you are, you know, in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, so again, thank you guys, really appreciate you listening, and we will see you next time.